Welcome to Lenoma Snippets. My name is Leah Mulatedi. I am the co-founder and CEO of Lenoma Legal. Today we wanted to talk about marriage and what that looks like and its implications for you as a business owner and a startup founder. Yes, it's still... um, Lovers Month this February and we thought it would be great to talk about what that means for you as a business owner. So today we are going to talk about making use of an antinaptial or postnaptial contract or maybe even a trust to safeguard your estate from any business related claims. First of all, this is quite important simply because you need to be able to safeguard your marital assets. And beyond that, what does that mean for your business when you are married, uh, whether it be in community of property or out of community of property, and will unpack the different types of business regimes quickly for you. Business owners or startup founders who want to get married need to be curious and very cautious when choosing which marital regime to get married in in South Africa. Here I will unpack the different types below. Whether business owners choose one of the marital regimes or failure to do so could greatly impact any claims that are against their business assets. It is therefore very important for parties that intend to get married to enter into what we call or what is known in South Africa as an anti-nuptial contract. This outlines and sets out the consequences of what happens to a business assets acquired before and during the course of the marriage. As always, it's better to be safe than sorry. According to the Matrimonial Property Act 88 of 1984, there are three different types of marital regimes that parties can choose from when concluding an antinuptial contract. Parties can choose between marriage in community of property, out of community of property with the accrual system, and out of community of property with the inclusion of the accrual system. Choosing the right marital regime dictates what will happen to the individual assets and joint assets upon marriage and obviously at the dissolution should it dissolve. First of all, let's deal with being married in community of property. Marriage in community of property can apply to spouses in one of two ways either by expressing their choice in the antinuptial contract or by default when parties enter into a marital agreement without registering an antinuptial contract. The Act, which we refer to above, that being the Matrimonial Property Act, says that parties who enter into a matrimonial agreement by way of a marriage in community of property become owners of a joint estate. What does this mean, though? This means when spouses well each of them each of their spouses at the beginning of the marriage are fused together so all of their assets um, are fused together into a single joint estate what was once two now becomes one section 14 of the act extends this and gives both spouses 
equal powers in respect of alienating assets in the joint estate. Upon dissolution of the marriage, whether it be through divorce or death of the spouse, the other spouse is entitled to half of the share proceeds in the estate and this could include business assets. So as a business owner, it's often encouraged that you need to have an antinuptial contract at the commencement of a marriage because it can help protect the other spouse from you know any issues or claims that may arise from the business. An example would be if the business owner applies for an overdraft on a business and if the business uh, owner fails to make that payment, the bank can actually make a claim against the joint estate. The second type of marriage regime we're going to unpack is what is called marriage out of community of property without the accrual system. What this means is that there's no legal obligation between parties to share each other's assets, debts, and liabilities. The assets acquired at the beginning and during the marriage remain their separate assets and with no legal obligation. Spouses cannot be held legally accountable for each other's liability. And most importantly, probably here, is that a spouse is excluded from creditors' lawsuits should the other spouse become insolvent during the marriage. This also includes business-related claims too. The third option deals with marriage out of community of property with the inclusion of the accrual system. What this means is that at the dissolution of the marriage, a stated dissolution can either be through death or divorce, the spouse with the less accumulation in their estate will be entitled to half of the share in the growth of the two respective estates. It's important to note that both parties, both spouses, should have entered into an antinuptial contract when entering the marriage. The accrual system refers to the net increase in value of a spouse's estate since the date of the marriage. For a party or a spouse with business assets and with no intentions of including accrual at the dissolution of marriage, what this means for the spouse is that they can set the details of the antinuptial contract, setting out how the assets will be distributed once the marriage resolves or, or if the marriage dissolves. Now the question being, so we've unpacked the different types of marriage regimes that is, are rather advisable um, and you need to be very clear from the beginning. This is now a marriage in a community of property, marriage out of community of property with the accrual system and lastly marriage out of community of property with the inclusion of the accrual system. So the next question though is, how do you then protect the marriage estate, the joint estate from business related claims? As we all know, any business owner will tell you, sometimes business gets hard, um, you know, things go bust, but what does that mean for you as a business owner? And if you're married or intend to get married, how can you therefore protect the marital joint estate? Or even if it's not joint, but how do you protect those assets from any business claims? Well, unfortunately, there's no magic protection 
other than having all of your wishes written down. And this can be done in one of three ways. The first one can be through an anti-nuptial contract. That is a contract entered into before marriage or through a post-nuptial contract that can be entered during the marriage. Or lastly, this can be done by forming a trust that the business will be transferred to or be established by. Antinuptial contracts ensure that spouses do not have claims against the individual or joint estates which come from business-related claims during the marriage or upon dissolution. On the other hand, a post-nuptial contract comes in handy when a party needs the matrimonial property regime in the antinuptial contract to be amended. What we suggest? Spouses should submit a joint Section 21 application in terms of the Matrimonial Property Act that we spoke about earlier. However, there's some considerations and requirements that might be met for this type of amendment to be accepted by court. Some of these include that there needs to be sound and justifiable reasons which you need to furnish in order to show why you want to change your matrimonial property regime or the type of marriage that you entered into into a different uh, regime. So if you're married in community of property and now you want to amend it by entering into a post-nuptial contract during the marriage and change it into a marriage out of community of property, this is when you submit that Section 21 application. But when you do so, really need to have good and sound justifiable reasons. The third way that you can protect really um, the assets or joint assets would be by forming a trust that establishes a business or that the business is transferred to. And it's important to note that neither the trust or the business should be classified or considered to be part of the spouse's individual or joint estates. This is why appointment of trustees is very important during the establishment of a trust. This is because the trustees do not become the owners of the assets in the trust. The business-related claims cannot be made right by the individual or joint estate or the spouses because the business will be registered by the trust and will not be held in any personal capacity by any of the spouses. This also means, though, that spouses cannot personally manage the affairs of the trust for the benefit of third parties. So spouses who wish to transfer business assets into a trust with, you know, peculiar intentions or trying to defraud or deceive um, a spouse, such a transfer may ultimately be declared as invalid by the court of law. So that's it. Hope you learned um, a couple of things, but just to summarize a bit, in South Africa, three types of different matrimonial property regimes. If you want to get married, there's a marriage in community of property. Second is marriage out of community of property without the accrual system. The third one is marriage out of community of property with the inclusion of the accrual system. 
all three options have their own consequences but one of the best ways within which you can protect the matrimonial assets or the joint estate or really if you want to ensure that whatever business claims if you run into trouble in your business and you don't want the marital estate to uh, fall really victim <laughs> to you know some of the business issues one of the best ways to do this um, one is through an antinatural contract this means for those of you who are not married yet this is something you need to consider the third second option is a postnuptial contract those of you who are already married something to really consider and lastly um, by forming a trust hope this helps and as usual this is purely for informational purposes this podcast Lunama snippets we're really just here to unpack some difficult concepts um, you know, legal concepts that are quite critical for business owners we hope you enjoyed today's episode and please this is by all means not legal advice should you choose to act upon um, you know any of the information provided in this podcast we will not and cannot be held liable this serves as our disclaimer if you need more assistance please drop us an email at hello at lenomalegal.com and we'll be more than happy to assist you further and advise you in relation to your own specific circumstances well that's it My name is Leah Malazeri, signing out. Thank you for joining us.